Hello, and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and this is episode number 36 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about bringing the magic of Disney home with us after our trips and vacations to Walt Disney World and to Disneyland. Because if you're someone who is not a Florida local or an Anaheim local and you can't visit Walt Disney World or Disneyland as often as you would like, and I'm definitely someone who fits into that description, one of the things that is most depressing is boarding that magical express to head back to the airport or getting back in your car and leaving Disney property to begin that journey home and stepping back in your front door. And while it feels great to be home, you know that you really do miss visiting Disney and you want to turn right back. And uh, sometimes I wish my flight would be delayed or canceled just so I can experience Disney a little bit longer. So one of the things that I like to do is, again, to bring that magic of Disney home with me. And if you're someone who is a huge Disney fan and you miss Disney, I know a lot of you do a lot of this as well. Um, You know, you bring that magic of Disney home with you in whatever way you possibly can. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite ways and some of our recommended ways to keep that Disney magic alive in your very own home and your very own hometown when you're between Disney trips and missing Walt Disney World or missing Disneyland. At the end of the show, of course, I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all of our social media channels and how you can help to create and inspire the future of the show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. So for those of us who don't live in Orlando or live in Anaheim and we don't have an annual pass and we can't go to Disney as often as we would like, because if I were still there, I'd be going every single day and I don't. Um, one of the things that we have to try to figure out and we struggle with is how can we keep that Disney magic alive when we are at home, whether we're 10 miles away or more likely 100 miles away or 1,000 miles away, or even if you're across the pond in like London or anywhere else in the world and need to have that Disney magic at home, we need to figure out how can we bring that magic back home with us and keep it alive uh, between trips to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So I thought I would bring a guest onto the show and trying something a little bit new, I ran an Instagram live or an Instagram contest uh, to try to get somebody to win the chance to be on the show. And I did have a winner, and she selected this topic. I think it's an amazing topic, so I wanted to introduce her. Um, so her name is Mackenzie Burke, and she's from Modoc, Indiana. So welcome to the show, Mackenzie. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm so glad we were able to get this scheduled, and I wanted to have this out in the new year. So this is literally going to be the first episode of 2019. Um, but do you have anything fun planned for the holidays? 
Um, well, mainly just spending time with my family because my sister and my grandma both have birthdays on New Year's. So. Oh, that's awesome. So usually we watch the ball drop and do st- fun stuff with them. That's so funny because my dad's birthday is New Year's Day. So we have cake right after the ball drops and celebrate together. And then we usually do something the next day, of course, as well. But yeah. that's so funny. Um, and are there, are there birthdays actually New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Oh, it's New Year's, New Year's Eve. New Year's yeah. Eve. So right at, right before the clock strikes yeah, midnight. Yeah, <laughs> um, So before we jump into this topic, I, of course, want to give those listening at home a little bit more of a chance to get to know you a little bit better. And it's something I do with every single guest on the show for the first time. So I'm curious to know some of your favorite Disney things across the Disney universe. So I want to start with your favorite Disney park. Um, I think that my favorite Disney park is probably Magic Kingdom. I mean, I know that's kind of stereotypical right now, but um, I think Magic Kingdom probably because, just mainly because like of the castle and I can remember this nostalgic feelings that I had whenever I was younger. Yeah. Because I just remember distinctly always walking down Main Street and being with my family and that's just something that like literally every time that I'm at Magic Kingdom, like as I'm walking down Main Street, I cry like every time and I'm like, why am I crying? (laughs) (laughs) This is so cool though, but... I think yeah, Magic Kingdom for sure. But I, I I love all the parks really. I mean, honestly, there's nothing better than Disney parks. It's always hard to decide, and it's not so cliche because the number one answer by far for every guest on the show has been Epcot, 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 Epcot. So you're one of the one of two people who has said Magic Kingdom okay. has ever been on the show. Honestly, I was thinking of like. I was thinking like stereotypical white girl right now, like <laughs> Starbucks down Main Street. But no, like I just I've always really loved Magic Kingdom. But I also like Animal Kingdom a lot, too. Like the Tree of Life between that and the Tree of Life. I think those are two of like most awesome things about both of those parks. But yeah, Magic Kingdom, I think, really is my favorite park. It's really kind of a hard decision, though. I'm not going to lie. It is. It's like picking. I don't have kids, but I hear it's like picking between your children for those who have children. So yeah. Yeah, I don't have kids either. So I, yeah, definitely. But, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It depends on the day. Um, so I, and I agree with you though. I mean, there is something really exciting and still nostalgic about walking down main street and seeing mm-hmm. the castle. I still get that same feeling every single time, especially if it's been a while and I've yeah. walked down Main Street, I, I don't even know how many times from being a cast yeah. member and everything. It's just it's hundreds, thousands of times. Yeah. Um, I still get that feeling. Although now I do like that you have we have Starbucks, which adds a little bit extra yeah. magic. Yeah, that's that's always <laughs> that's always makes it a little bit better. But yeah, I think I think probably because I like I remember going as early as me being four years old. Like I distinctly remember like being there when I was four. Like I remember like everything about it, like which is weird because I know some people don't remember that far back whenever they're thinking about like just vacations in general, but I really do remember that stuff. And I think that's probably why I love Disney as much as what I do now is because I know how cool it was when I was a kid. So it's just like that giddy feeling whenever you were a kid of being excited and seeing the characters of the prince or princesses. I agree with you. I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed because I do not remember that far back I think the first trip I actually remember was when I was probably seven um yeah. I remember seeing the uh in what I guess it was uh 19 
96 when they had the castle decorated as and a cake. It was like, yeah. yeah. I, I obviously, I, okay, I was born in 1998, but I, I remember seeing the pictures that my mom and dad took whenever my sister was younger because my mom went when she was pregnant with me and I went as a baby too, but I, does all this count? That doesn't count. Because of course. I <laughs> well, baby counts. I don't remember that, especially when I was in the womb. I don't really <laughs> think I have much recollection of that, but, but yes, I remember seeing the reason why I said that is because I remember seeing pictures of that whenever she was younger and I always thought that was really cool. But so, yeah. Did you, did your family stay on property when they went down there? Yeah, um, they we've stayed really kind of all over the place, but I don't I don't remember where they stayed that time. But um, I want to think that they stayed at um, my I don't know if Caribbean Beach was there yet, but I know I that so. I think they might have stayed at Caribbean Beach. I really do. It was I mean, obviously, there's so many resorts. I really we've been to a lot of them, but one of the. But I really do think that's where they ended up. They stayed the that first time when they went. That's awesome. Well, speaking of resorts, do you have a favorite Disney resort? Um. Yeah, probably. I mean, we. I do love all the resorts, of course. But um, I think that I I love the campground, Fort Wilderness Campground. That's one of my favorites because, um, being in Indiana where there's literally cornfields and cornfields and cornfields. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, it almost has like a home, more of a homey type field. Not that the other resorts don't, but, um, we usually stay at the cabins and, um, that like that, I don't know how to explain it, but like the, the campground type of feel is like stuff. Like I used to go camping a lot with my family too. So like, it almost feels like being back at home, but so I think that's probably why. And, um, when I was younger too, when we would stay at the cabins, we would go. Me and my dad would go to the Chippendale whenever they would have um, like the campfire sing-alongs, and yep. I used to, that was like the coolest thing ever. So, I think that's part of the reason why I used to think that's really cool too. And you can fish there too. And me and my dad go fishing and stuff, so it's cool. That's amazing. It's one thing I've never done at Disney, and I've never stayed at the campgrounds. I have visited, but yeah, never, never stayed there. This past time, the last time that I was at Disney, which was in July, which is the week of July 4th, which is like crazy, crazy busy in case always wonders. But um, my sister had a pageant at the Swan and Dolphin. And my sister is 24, but she um, I'm trying to like it was at. Yeah, so it was a Swan and Dolphin. So. Um, she had her pageant there, so that's part of the reason why we went in, because we wanted to make a trip out of it, too. I mean, Absolutely. I take advantage, so, too. Yeah, so we took advantage of that, but um, it was, we stayed, actually, we still stayed at the campground, but we rented a, um, a camper through a company, and they delivered it to the campground, and that was something different, and I did like it, but um, I do like the cabins better, but... But it was still, the camper was super, super nice though, but it was something really different. And like we, there was, there's shower houses that there at the campground. They're really nice too. So like, I mean, like we could take showers in the camper, but like the camper showers are just not ideal to really take a shower. And at least I don't like taking shower, like showers in a camper. <laughs> but anyways, I'm saying if anyone ever has wondered, that's, it's really cool. Just that's awesome. 
Yeah. I've never heard such, uh, like, too many firsthand experiences. I do have a friend who stays there quite a bit, but yeah. I've never actually heard too many details about what it's like to stay there. Yeah, think, it's really cool. Yeah, for me, being from the city, I do not stay at the... I'm, I'm not much of a camper, so... Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess it's it's just different. Like, since you live in the city, I live out in the, I live out in the middle of nowhere. Like, when I say that, I'm literally not kidding. Like, it's... I mean, like, there's houses next to me, but, like, it's not like I'm right next to somebody, like, whereas, like, in the city, usually you're going to have a neighbor that's at least pretty close to you, and my neighbors are not that close to me. But that's nice, though. It's nice to have that separation. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. But I like, I think also the campground also, um, like, having the boat that goes back and forth to Magic Kingdom, that's always fun, too, but... That's true. So, I... So I think that's probably why I like it, too, because it's always something different instead of just going on the, the buses, which I like the buses, too, because I like hearing the Disney music on the buses. I know that as cheesy as that may sound. I it's not. Like. I would listen to the loops. <laughs> believe me. <Yeah. laughs> if I had all of them, I would. Um, I skipped the question earlier, actually. What's your favorite Disney attraction? Um, I think now, hands down, it's Flight of Passage. Good answer. <laughs> <Now> that- <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Ever since that, I got to do that. Whenever I went, I mean, now it's been well. It's almost been two. It's almost been two years ago now, right? That it's it been has. there. Yeah, it's been at least That's a year crazy. and a half. It's- yeah. So it's almost been. Yeah, it's almost been two years. But like when I went that, I went in August, not obviously this August, but the following. Yeah. That, that was the first time I got to ride it. But yeah, ever since I rode it, then I'm pretty sure that that's definitely my top now. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Two more questions for you. Okay. What, uh, we'll jump out of the parks. What's your favorite Disney movie? Um. Well, I'm, I'm trying. Really, I'm trying to think. I love all Disney movies, but I think that um, my favorite is pro- probably Lion King. Yes. Between. Yeah. We Lion have two of the same answer so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between uh, I'm really between Lion King and um, Monsters Inc. I don't know why I love Monsters Inc. What That's it awesome. I also love I love Toy Story too. So I know I know that just a favorite, but I really love all three of those movies. But there's something about Monsters Inc. I love Monsters Inc. so much. It's funny. It's classic Pixar. It's one of the first that Pixar created, and it's got great characters. I could I could easily see that. Yeah. Um, and last question is your favorite Disney character. Um, okay. Mm. Probably Mickey Mouse. Yes. That we've yeah, got, we've got I, three of the same I, answers I, then. <laughs> right now. Like, I honestly probably have at least like 40 just Disney stuff in general, but mainly, it's mainly Mickey Mouse. Mickey's yeah. the best. Yeah. I, I don't even know why I hesitated on that one. Because <laughs> there are so when many I, Disney characters. <laughs> it's... How do you pick, right? But I, I know I, I always struggle with that one. I'm like, there has to be somebody else besides Vicky, but it's always been. Yeah, it always it always comes back to the mouse. Yeah, it does. Um, so awesome. Well, I definitely think that gives uh, those listening a little bit of a better idea of of who you are and what your experiences were like going to Disney as a kid and what your favorites are. And I know a lot of people listening agree with you on a lot of the answers that you gave. Um, but everything is of course subjective <laughs> with this. So, speaking of subjective, uh. 
I know our topic today is talking about the ways that we bring that Disney magic home with us and sort of continue the magic at home between Disney vacations, uh, especially when we have to go quite a while. It could be like a year or two years before we have to go back, before we get the chance to go back to Disney. Um, I'll let you go first, but I put like a a little bit of a list together. Uh, Maybe we'll have some of the same answers, I'm sure. But what's one way that you keep that Disney magic alive when you are between trips? Um. Honestly, I have I have a waffle maker, a Disney waffle maker. Well, it's Mickey Mouse, actually. I have a waffle maker, and then I have a sandwich maker, so, like, you can make grilled cheese and stuff in it. And um, I also have a cake pop maker and a coffee maker. Wow. I know that's, but I know it's pretty legit, but I tried to, like, at different times when I'm just like, wow, like, I really wish that I had a... Mickey Mouse waffle. I'll like make myself a Mickey Mouse waffle, and um, no, so that's one of the things that I usually do is be, like since Disney food is something that obviously that I I think that is just awesome just in general. Like I always like crave different things from Disney, so that's that's one of the big ones that I do. What's that's some awesome. The, what's I, some of the I, stuff that you do? I well, I actually we just got a Mickey waffle maker as a gift so we're gonna so that's even that's that. awesome yeah. yeah i have to ask though before i get to mine does does it taste the same or sometimes it just depends like i've gotten the the golden mole mix that is made with them because i've paid attention to what kind of the mixing i know i need to write this down because yeah, I- <laughs> yeah. the golden malt mix it that is the that's the ones that i've seen anyways that is what the waffles are made out of like the mix anyways and it usually takes tastes pretty similar to it but i mean don't get me wrong there's been times that like yeah i have not used that and it doesn't taste the same but it's still to me i'm just like it, this is a magical breakfast this i'm at disney right now <laughs> i i wish I, I'm, I'm gonna have to definitely buy that and i'll, I'll yeah. back to see how they it tastes have it, they have it on amazon I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get it. I will have it by the new year. I will try it probably over the break and yeah. enjoy it and let you yes. know. I'll post a photo to Instagram or to my story or ah. something. Um, it's funny, though. I actually don't have – I do have food <coughs> on my list but not quite to that level, so, which I'll, I'll get yeah. to later. But food is one way, now that I'm thinking about it, that I have tried to keep that Disney magic alive and not so much with – um, Mickey waffles, but yeah. with different dishes that I've tried at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. That that's specific. Um, the two that I'm thinking of that I actually have tried to recreate mm-hmm. kind of successfully, not perfectly, okay. but pretty close are the salad at the garden grill, which has, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your typical mix of greens and tomato and carrots and bacon bits and a ranch dressing and i think there's something else in there they might have uh, egg in there as well but that's one thing and then the other thing is back when um cat cora's was open over at the boardwalk i tried Mm -hmm. once this cinnamon chicken that i loved and uh was you know cat cora is a a famous Mm -hmm. chef so we tried looking up her recipe and we were able to find her recipe and try to make it. It's actually it takes like three hours to make. Um, it's but pretty time consuming. It is because there's a process to it, and you have <clears> to <throat> stew it. But it's it's really good. Um, so 
that's sort of like an extension of yours. Not actually the first thing I have on my list, but yeah, it reminded yeah. me that I have. Have you tried to recreate any of those dishes? Um, I don't know if you've ever had. I don't. I'm trying to think of uh, where other places that they have it. I think that they have it at Contemporary also, but um, you know, at Hollywood Studios, there um, there used to be one of the quick service places that had like a fruit tart. It's a. It almost is like. It almost kind of tastes like uh, it's like cream cheese, and it has like um, strawberry, and it had kiwi and blueberries on top of it, and it's just a small little circle dish. But it was really good. That was at Hollywood Studios, and it was like it was kind of close to Aerosmith. Yes, down on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, and it, but I don't think that place is there anymore. But they they have the fruit tart at the contemporary at the like the quick service there like close to chef mickey's that's the last place i had it but i tried doing that and it's actually pretty good but like i've just mainly just put i've gotten like cream cheese and i've had uh just like those fruits but <laughs> and good. i'm trying to think of i know there's other stuff that i've um just like cupcakes i've i've made before but it's not and it's like t- tasted similar to like just the like a stereotypical cupcake. Like, and I've put um, like mini Oreos, and I've and then I've put them in the shape of a Mickey head, and that's and then got like two marshmallows and made like Mickey Mouse's pants, <laughs> like the buttons on them. That's so creative. Um, yeah, I think we've done similar things like that before too. Um, but the first thing that's actually on my list, though, not surprising coming from <laughs> me, is podcasts and disney podcasts yeah. specifically yeah. um so uh i before even getting into the imaginary podcast listens to two podcasts pretty religiously um focused on disney one kind of branched out um i started with wdw radio and inside the magic when there was when that was still a podcast um and then also listened to my friend John's podcast and he's John Carigliano who's been on the show quite a few times. He had the, uh, mouse times podcast, which then changed over to the, he now runs the central Florida sights and sounds podcast. Um, and now more recently, just by doing podcasting, I've met some other podcasters. So I do listen to detour to Neverland, um, and the excess press podcast pretty religiously. So those are ways that I like to keep that magic alive. And every podcaster has a slightly different, Approach to talking about Disney, so that's that's what that's the first thing that's officially on my list that I've always gone to, um, whether it's binaural audio or just discussions about Disney or reviews of uh, like I love uh, WDW Radio Lumangelo's like live podcast, uh, sorry live restaurant reviews or um, everybody has a slightly different spin. So that's that's kind of how I keep the magic alive is uh, is by podcast. Talking about it, I think like well, listening to other people talk about it, and you're like, oh yeah, like definitely. Yeah. I do that when I'm at Disney or whatever. Yeah. But that's the first thing on my list. So um, what else do you have? What are what are other ones um, for you? So I am trying to think of what the, the wax melt names are, but I have wax melts, and they smell like some of the rides. I have one that smells like Pirates of the Caribbean and one that smells like Splash Mountain. And then there's one that smells like um, – it smells like Soren. But, and it, like, you know how, like, Soren has the distinct smells and yes, stuff? Yes, it does. So, and then there's actually one that, um, that does smell, like, similar to Flight of Passage. 
And so that one, so yeah, I try, I've gotten these wax melts and I'm tr trying to think of the name of them. I'm pretty sure that it's called sp uh, Spire. It's oh, Spire Sire. Yeah. Yeah, Spire Side Yeah. I haven't yeah. tried those before. Um, yeah. Not official sponsors of the show, but what have you? Um, have you? I know. I, I, I have so to plug that. Totally sound like like I'm being a salesman right now. By no, I have to. I have to try these because I again, you have something on your list that's not actually on mine, but that's a great answer yeah. because I have also purchased candles. I've gotten them from um, also not sponsors of the show, but Walter and Rosie and the um, Magical Candle Company, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have one that's also for Flight of Passage, which. Unfortunately, I don't think it smells to me too much like Flight of Passage, yeah. but I may have to try the one from Spireside if you say it yeah. smells like it because I've always wanted that smell. Yeah, there's there's just something about the distinct smells that's like it takes you back to like when you're there. It's like, oh my gosh, I remember this. Like it, it takes you just back to the memories like where it all starts, really. Yeah, and that's that's true um, you know, human anatomy. I mean, smell is a really powerful way for us to remember the feeling and the sights and the sounds of being somewhere. So yeah, as soon as you smell that like Pirates of the Caribbean or Splash Mountain smell, yeah. you know exactly yes. what it is. It's such a great way to remember Disney. Um, do you find that they, they truly capture the smell? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Be and also I'll have, I'll have my, my wax melter and I'll have, my Alexa playing, yeah, not sponsored by Alexa either, but I have my Alexa playing. I'll ask my Alexa to play Pandora, but I usually listen to either Beauty and the Beast radio or um, I'm trying to think that I think it's the Magical Tunes on Earth radio is what the other one that I listen to. And that's and it literally just plays obviously just Disney music. And, and yeah, um. Yeah, it's Happiest Tunes on Earth, and then the Beauty and the Beast radio. That's usually the ones that I will listen to. And there's cause sometimes I listen to the Peter Pan one too, because sometimes like it'll like play a mixture of just different things. Sometimes this sounds so dumb, but like I will I love listening to the film scores to some of the movies and stuff like uh, the Up movie. The film score to it is so cute. You do not sound dumb at all because that is absolutely one of the top things on my list. And I will be listening to Disney music almost every day, if not every yeah. day. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, but so for me, I absolutely listen to the film scores. Uh, I do sometimes, I actually listen to the film scores more than I listen to the traditional yeah. musical songs. I know. I like. It's been sometimes like on Pandora when I've been listening to it, like there's been different times it'll play more film scores than it does, which I like that because like I'll find myself obviously like during times that it's playing Lion King, I'll just be out in song, like literally singing Lion King. I'm like, okay, back on topic. I need <laughs> to actually not be singing Lion King. Hey, I will be in my car like blasting the soundtrack to Space Mountain. I, I don't, oh, I do yes. not care. Yes. Like, I, I just love, I have. I don't yeah. even know how much Disney Parks music on you know on my my iPhone okay. right now that I've been just collecting over the years and um, if I can't find something YouTube is a place I go to where I'll find yeah. the and people will post the entire loop to like 
yes. the Yacht and Beach Club or to the yeah, Animal really Kingdom Lodge. Have a lot of different times. I've done that too before because, like, when different times that I've listened to Pandora, I'm like, man, this is just not hitting the spot. I need to look up something more specific. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I absolutely love listening to, the, like, the Q loops, like the Soren Q loop and Tower of Terror's Q loop and uh, Pandora. I, I have not found the real music loop for uh, the world of Avatar quite yet, but obviously listening yeah, to the soundtrack would, yeah. for the movie helps. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, no doubt. And I'm trying... This is a another app that I've used that I listen to Disney music is I don't know if you've heard of it but it's Sorcerer Radio. I have heard of it. I have it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I yeah. So I used to listen to it every night whenever Wishes was still a thing. At, yeah. At Walt Disney World, but um, that's I used to like I would have a time well a an alarm set for like right when Wishes was starting and I was like okay Wishes is on. <laughs> gotta listen to wishes that's so yeah. cool i have not done it where i've timed it out like that i have to admit yes that's taking it to the next level yeah that's, i that i mean don't get me wrong i didn't do it like literally like every night but like i'm saying like <laughs> in certain at certain times i was like oh yeah wishes is on tonight i gotta listen to wishes not that i've not heard it like a hundred billion times like it never, gets, it never gets old um, no. so i because i also have that on my list i'll actually go to something else so another way that's I kind of keep that magic at home. And this is also tying into, in a way, kind of music, but I will watch YouTube videos of attractions. Like, yes. that's I definitely def- a way. I, yes, I've done that. I do that, too. And I I don't... I've just recently, like, whenever I've watched the different parks from, like, the... I think it's the Tokyo Land and Sea. I think the one that had the Pirates of the Caribbean, the one that's really cool. I can't even. That's in Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember which park it was, but yeah, I've watched that one like so many times because I think it's so cool. Even though I've not ever been to that park, but I still feel in a way. I'm like, oh, I've been here. I'm like, no, I really haven't. But <laughs> you feel like it. You feel like it. Yeah. Watch it. It's so cool. Is there anything from? Uh, I should I should ask. Have you ever been to Disneyland, California? No, I haven't, and that's definitely on my list. You need to go. You definitely need to go at some point. Yes, Uh, I plan on going at some point. Definitely before the international parks, because that's where you know it's where it all started. Yeah, exactly. I know that's how I feel too. Yeah, it's it's an amazing park, Um, or resort, I should say. Both parks are really incredible. Um, It's a totally different place. Uh, but it, it's weird. It has like it has a lot of similarities to Walt Disney World, and especially when you're walking through Disneyland Park, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in the Magic Kingdom, but in this alternate universe of the Magic Kingdom because you it's walk like, to your left and you're like, oh, that's that's where um, you know Frontierland is supposed to be, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> or Liberty yeah. Square, and it's just a yeah. little different. Yeah, um, for sure. And Tomorrowland's like even like you can see Space Mountain from Main Street, and that's not always the case in yeah. Walt Disney World and it's, it's just it's very unique yeah, yeah it's like very it's different I, I've looked up different like maps of Disneyland and I like I'm just like wow this is really different but also very similar and that's also why it's funny to me whenever people are like oh you're going to Disneyland I'm like no I'm going to Disney World there's a <laughs> big difference there is it's a difference it's like my and like I don't say it, like, to them disrespectfully, but, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why don't you know the difference? And I'm like, you obviously don't know. 
Yeah, it's, it's hard if you don't go to Disney, and people definitely yeah, say, like, you know. If people say you're going to Disney, then then it's fair. Like, that's... Yeah, that's yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's okay. But I'm like, Disneyland's so much different. I'm yeah. not across the country. But, yeah, I do... I am going to go to Disneyland at some point. But. Absolutely. Because I was going to say, like, there are definitely attractions over at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I'll watch YouTube videos for... Mm-hmm. Um, for years, I tried to find it, and I finally did find a, like, uh, a great... Um, uh, video of Space Mountain at Disneyland uh-huh. because it's a dark attraction. It's hard to see, but uh, just with the lighting was just right, and you can sort of see it and um, still see all the special effects. And um, obviously, like with Walt Disney World, anything that's uh, I'll watch. I'll watch videos of Flight of Passage again, like almost every day at this point. But yeah. um, there are just so many attractions to to watch on YouTube. So yeah, helps sure. keep the magic with you. Um. So what else do you have on your list? Um, I also have gotten map park maps that I'll just like I'll keep just as a keepsake, and then like I've looked back at like different ones that I've had throughout the years, and I always tell myself that I'm gonna make a scrapbook, but you know I haven't. But I'm I always I'm always have the idea of making a scrapbook, but I am gonna make a scrapbook at some point. Just don't know when because it actually I want to have more of a plan of how I'm gonna do it, like to have like a I guess like a an evolution of pictures from like when I was younger to like up until now. I think that would be really cool to do. But I do keep. But the reason why I'm saying this is I I do keep the the maps just to like go back and look at, and I'm just just because like I don't. This is like not. It's obviously not a souvenir, but like in like that's just kind of something that I always like look back at and a lot with like pictures too like just in general I'll just start looking back at pictures like just of my trip when I'm just like oh I really liked that picture and it just it'll take me back to like when that was and like how I felt at that time yeah do you you, I'm guessing you have some pretty old ones and the parks have changed pretty dramatically in some ways yes I do like at Typhoon Lagoon um I used to, since they used to have a reef that you could snorkel at, which I don't know if you ever, I didn't know if you have ever, like, did that a lot, but we, me and my mom and dad and my sister used to do that a lot, and we loved that, and we have pictures of, like, us being underwater with the, with all the um, fish and stuff, because we love animals in general, but let alone fish are just really cool. Yeah, I love the idea of putting a scrapbook together i have some albums i don't have a scrapbook but that's one of the things that i really want to do and actually one of the things that i kind of regret never doing was putting together some sort of either i'll be honest back then vlogging wasn't quite as big if if i were doing this college program today i'd say a vlog but um at least a journal to kind of document what my experiences on the Disney cosplay were like. I know, yeah, that's so true. I've like I've I've thought about that here recently. That like just in general, like I wish that I would like journal more. But let alone like when you're at Disney, um, there's actually um, a diary that I used to write, and it was a Disney. It was I had the princesses on it, and I can remember I did I wrote in like two like, it was like two or three pages, and I was like, well, today I saw the princesses, and it was. <laughs> But, like, I'm saying, like, up until, like, now, I wish I would have done that. But because it's, like, cute looking back at that stuff. Because my sister did some of that, too. Like, 
a lot of the stuff, like when I was younger, when I was like in art class and stuff, the only things I would either draw would be Mickey Mouse or SpongeBob. That's the only t- two things I could really draw was Mickey Mouse and SpongeBob. That's impressive. I could never draw Mickey very well, but I would absolutely be drawing. And this was going back to my, I guess, uh, to when I was a kid as well. The one way that I would sort of keep that magic alive was by drawing out the attractions. I would try yes. to draw Space Mountain or I would, yeah. I was one of the things that, um, I am fairly good at is is visually knowing the way things are laid out and that's, mm-hmm. I think part of what also attracted me to Imagineering and I always thought about mm-hmm. the way things were connected so I would go back and say like to myself let me see if I could in my head retrace the steps for Splash Mountain see if I can like map out the, the yeah. track by hand or um, or back in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was still around in Walt Disney World, or yeah. um, Space Mountain was always a challenge. But I, you know, I had eventually I got to the point where I'd see a video of it on YouTube with the lights on. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I totally had this wrong, but um, certain things were right, and <laughs> that was that was always my way of trying to keep the magic alive um, as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, kind of an extension of that, and this is one of the things that I have on my list is I got into roller coaster tycoon very oh yes yes that's what yes me and my sister every time we would always end up trying to do something that was recreating either magic kingdom or some type of like something with disney like it would always it all come back to disney somehow some way we would try to make it like that i would try we used to yes we used to do that all the time that's awesome um (laughs) And I'll actually plug, if, if anyone's interested in, in looking at my work, um, it got better over the years, but when YouTube was first out, like 2005, 2000, actually started, yeah. I think, in 2006, I was posting videos to YouTube of my creations on Rollercoaster Tycoon yeah. 3. That's um, so cool. So you guys can, I'll put it in the notes too, but you can check out my YouTube page, which still exists. I haven't posted in like five years, but um, it's Imagineer0988 uh, on YouTube. Um, so youtube.com slash imagineer0988 and uh, I'll, I can put it in the show notes but if you guys want to see, you can literally spend hours looking at what I used to put together I tried to recreate Space Mountain um, Rock and Roller Coaster Expedition Everest I made my own creations original things that were kind of inspired by Imagineering and Disney um, I once made the most recent thing I made which was maybe like four or five years ago was a uh, a uh, roller coaster that would have, like in my mind, would have been if they had unlimited land and resources and budget yeah. for a Maelstrom-based attraction um, yeah. as like a roller coaster instead of a flume. So anyway, that's one of the ways that I always kept yeah, that magic no, alive too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even think of like, I think of like that me doing that like is definitely stuff that would remind me of Disney. That's what I would do. I just, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but that's so funny. I'm glad that you said that, though, because I totally distinctly remember doing stuff like that. <laughs> We're not the only ones, either. Uh, Jen, yeah. who's a frequent guest on the show, she played Rollercoaster uh-huh. Tycoon. Um, I just, there's so many people. I have, I have so many friends that eventually I talked to them, and I would say, I would not say this in high school, but yeah. I would say it in college or beyond that, yeah. and say, I used to play Rollercoaster Tycoon a lot, and I still do. They're like, oh, my God, me too. I'm like, I would have never said that in high school, but yeah, yeah <laughs> okay with saying that. Like, <laughs> no, um, I, I agree like the more you talk to people you realize that you have more interest than what you think yeah absolutely um so what uh, my phone is ringing 
What? <laughs> what else? I'm like, where's that sound coming from? What else? Uh, I should have silenced everything. What else is on your list? Um, um, I will talk. I usually talk to about Disney with my just like with my mom. Like, like remember that one time when. Like there's, I do that, and then there. I know that sounds like stereotypical. Just having a conversation with my family about different things that like we've done. Yeah. Um, and also, um, sorry, I'm trying to look on my list right now because I had a decent amount of stuff that I wrote down, and I'm. I'm going I totally out of order on my list, by the way. <laughs> I'm jumping around based yes. on our conversation. Okay. Um. I will look on um, Shop Disney, and I Shop Disney. I have that app, and it's probably not a good habit, but it's whatever. But I look on Shop Disney a lot, and I will end up buying Disney stuff, of course. I mean, and um, there's like I'll just the stuff that I usually um, will buy is usually like clothing and stuff, and. Like, I'm in a sense, it's just like kind of like a therapy for me. Yeah. I'm just like, that's just one more thing. I'm just like, oh, because a lot of the stuff on Shop Disney is stuff that you can get in the parks. And that stuff, I'm like, it's always so awesome when I get my package. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is from Disney, but it's not literally from Disney, but in my head. In my head, it's from Disney. And at least that's like what I tried telling myself. And then, um, <laughs> and then I find myself uh, going on the Disney Parks app and looking at wait times. I'm like, oh my gosh, Flight of Passage is only 60 minute wait right now. Or it was it's only 65 when I checked yesterday. At like, <laughs> I, I looked at it at like two o'clock, and I was like, oh my god, it's 65 minutes. I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. I I definitely both of those things. I definitely have on my list. Um, I have, I do the, the you know, the, that first screen on your home screen is sort of that prime real estate. And even though I don't use it for vacation purposes often, that Disney Parks app is right there at, uh, or the My Disney yeah. Experience app is like right there on the, on the front screen of my oh, phone. Yeah. Same. Um, but yeah, I definitely am on Shop Disney quite a bit as well. I don't always get, I try to keep myself from buying. I know. A lot I try to stuff. refine myself. I know. I'm, I've been actually pretty proud of myself because. The last purchase that I had made before, like this month, anyways, like I had, it, the last purchase I was in j- July, it was like July 11th or something like that. So I hadn't ordered anything in from. Months. So yeah, so I was like, you know what, I I deserve to treat myself with some more Disney stuff. Definitely, and I think it's clear that people know that I love Disney because if my birthday yeah. or. Christmas or whatever comes around, I'm guaranteed to get at least two things that are Disney related. Um, even if it's just get Disney money, uh, I'm like, this is perfect because I will use this towards park yeah. tickets, towards hotel, towards I merchandise, know. food, whatever. That's what I usually ask for, like either for like my birthday or um, or Christmas, I'm like, okay, well, you can't go wrong if you buy me a Disney gift card or something Disney. I don't care. Surprise me. It can be anything. It'll go Disney. to use. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. I love I love that you are on Shop Disney. I love that you're on the the, the uh, My Disney Experience app. Um, and actually, one of my favorite things to do is this morning I was able to get fast passes for my upcoming trip. So that's like that's awesome. That's one of the best times I can actually start yes, booking that, things. That is like 
it you feel so accomplished after you do it too like you're like oh my gosh my trip is set let's go good to go we have everything we want um but another thing i have on my list is this is a way that i cope with that disney blues period where you Mm -hmm. just are leaving you're on the tragical express as they call it yes are that back on so the plane. Yeah, my, my, my mom <laughs> called the Tragical Express too. Yeah. Yes. Um, I try to give myself enough Disney snacks because those are, th- those are things you cannot purchase through Shop Disney. Yes. Yes. Um, enough to keep me going. And if I have friends that ever go, I ask them to bring me back Disney snacks. So uh, the mini, um, Minnie Mouse Bake Shop, uh, they're basically like Teddy Grahams, the graham cracker yeah. uh, co- uh, mm-hmm. cookies are probably my favorites uh i will very often make a pit stop at the resort i'm staying at or if i'm not staying at if i don't have it at my resort at another resort um the it's so simple i know i can get them at home but the the nestle toll house chocolate chip cookies those giant ones they sell in the bakeries i'll take that on the plane with me um i used to get those chippendale um cracker not crackers uh they're basically like goldfish um I know what you're cheese, the about. cheese snacks. That's what they're called. Yes, the uh, Chippendale cheese snacks, or um, occasionally the the Mickey like shortbread cookies, or the Rice Krispie treats. Like anything yeah. is packaged that I know is going to keep for a yes. good month or two. I will I will take those home with me so I can yeah, still feel like really, I'm there. That's so true that I, of course I didn't think about that either. But yeah, that's <laughs> stuff that I usually will do like before I come home. I try to get stuff that I know that I'm going to be able to eat at a later date. That it's not that I can be able to be like have that kind of Disney feel. And, um, I'm trying to like sometimes like have you ever, which I'm sure you probably have, but, at, uh, Disney Springs to the, the goofy candy shop. I've definitely gone there. Yeah. I'm, I don't even know why <laughs> that was really a question, but, um, you never know. I've not been to every place at Disney Springs. That I know neither <laughs> have I. And honestly, I wish I, I really need to go to more places at Disney Springs just in general like because now that it's like expanded there's a lot of things that like i didn't even know existed even the last trip that i went on yeah they've added so much i mean do you do you have going back to the snacks do you have a favorite that you bring home with you um yeah um i'm trying usually the 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 rice krispie treats are usually one of my go-tos yeah same here Um, i'm trying i don't know why i can't think of this right now but um I don't know why I can't. I I totally lost that. I don't know, but yeah, all those snacks usually. Anything, anything that tastes yeah, like just Disney. really anything like. <laughs> um, awesome. What else do you have? I think we've been through. Um, I feel like half of my okay. list. Okay. Okay, so um, sometimes I will look through um the closest Disney store that I that is near me is um in Castleton which is in close, well, it's in Indianapolis, and it, the mall there, they all have different Disney store events, and I will see what kind of the events they have. Like, so I'm trying to, th- I think it was in, well, I forget what month it was, but it was it was a couple months ago that um, they had a, a an ear decorating thing that they ha- had going on, and you had to call them to reserve a spot for yourself, and it was like a special little party thing. Well, I thought there would be like it was more for it was like for any ages, but obviously, obviously there was a lot more kids there than the word adults. But 
it, um, me, my mom, and my friend Kyle went, um, and it was just, we felt so dumb at first because there were so many little kids. I was like, oh my gosh. And then once there were, there's more adults there with their kids and they were just talking. I was like, okay, I don't feel as dumb now because like everybody was there because they were, they love Disney. And it was so funny because everybody started talking about their, their trips and uh, we're like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going next month. And usually it's everybody that has a common interest is usually people that go to that type of events. So that was the first event that I actually went to, but I'm glad I did go. But at first I felt really stupid. But after that, I was like, no, this is cool. I like, there's no way to feel stupid. I mean, especially if you're passionate about it, you should do it. It doesn't matter what people think. Um, and usually, like you said, you find like-minded people there with you. Yeah. I know. At first I was like, well, these people, are they, do they really even know that much about Disney? And then they start talking about, I was like, okay, well this is, this is good. That's usually how it works. And I definitely will go to the Disney store as often as I can because that's the yeah. closest thing to a physical piece of Disney property. Yes, yes, that's, yeah. I try to go to the Disney store as much as I can or at least do, like, I or I'll specifically look at different places where I'll know that there's actually Disney clothing and just, like, Disney stuff. Like, um, recently I went to, um, to Fort Wayne, which is another um, bigger town that – like that some people might know of that's in indiana but i I have heard of that town yep (laughs) fort wayne um they have box lunch and i they have a lot of disney stuff in that store i have never i had never been in that store until then and it was like heaven at first sight like it was there was so much disney stuff that i had never seen like um which I'm sure that you've probably heard of them, but the Petunia Pickle Bottom, the they're like they they make backpacks and stuff, and they actually are made for like um, for ba- it's like more for like uh, babies and different stuff. It's for like the their diaper bags, but they do not. Some of them do not look like diaper bags. I promise. They they're like backpacks, but they're really that like a lot of them. They'll have like the Sorcerer Mickey on it, and. That box lunch sells those, which other places do too. But they sell like a different, just different Disney prints. But they're backpacks and they're really cool. But they're also pretty expensive too. But it's I have not bought one yet, but it's on my list. That's cool. I have not. Uh, I actually don't think I've heard of them. <laughs> I didn't know if you've heard of them, but because I was thinking, I was like, well, I don't want to say that he hasn't heard of them because he probably has. No, but, actually, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you'll have to you'll have to check it out because they're cool backpacks, and I know it sounds weird that they have um, like diaper bags, but like it, like they're more they they have just all kinds of stuff now, and it's pretty popular now. Like there's they're like two they're like two hundred dollars, but at some point I will splurge and buy one, but obviously not right not right now because I really don't need a two hundred dollar backpack, but. It's, yeah, that's one of those uh, things you ask for as a special gift or you save yeah. up for uh, not so much an impulse purchase or something you just buy regularly. Yeah, so. yeah. Not just, yes. <laughs> that money can be spent on park tickets or food or yeah, something yeah. else in Disney, that's, you know? That's what I've, I've told myself, too. I'm like, okay, this could be used for this, this, and this. I really don't need a $200 backpack. Like, <laughs> stuff like the Dooney and Burke different stuff. Yeah. Really cool stuff, but... I've never bought anything Dooney Burke. I always tell myself I will, but I'm like, I I can use that for other Disney stuff, not just one thing. Yeah, absolutely, depending on how you want to spend your money. Yeah. And you can either, like I said, that one bag can also get you 
several other things. It depends on what you uh, what you want to do, or it's it's not even close to getting that uh, that um, crystal Cinderella castle that costs you know like thirty five thousand dollars or how much or however much it is. Yes. And, Yes. <laughs> Termini Pavilion in Disney Springs. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking the about. The Rebus yeah. Brothers, that's what it is. I yes. Think, yeah. Um, you're talking about, though. Yes. Uh, so also on my list, I have something that's not so specific to the parks, but more to Disney in general, which is to watch Disney movies. Yeah. Um, yes, for sure. That's, I don't, like I said, I don't really know why I didn't think to even say that. But yes, that's obviously something like whenever I'm just like kind of not literally down in the dumps, but I guess what I'm saying was like, man, I really miss Disney. Like what better way to try to recreate the magic when if I'm just watching a Disney movie. That's right. And even now with Marvel and star Wars, those are other ways that I still feel like I'm connected to Disney. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes I kind of forget that now that they're a part of the Disney world. So and now Avatar is technically part of Disney, and yes, yes, all the things that come with Fox, it's going to be they, their con, their uh, intellectual property and, and uh, content is just unbelievable. They have so much that's under the Disney umbrella now. Um, you can even watch ESPN now; would be technically yeah, watching yeah, Disney. Yes, that, <laughs> that, that is true. Um, yeah, so Disney movies is by far, and even if, especially if I'm I'm sick or at home and need to rest or whatever, or, or with yes. friends, we will very frequently. In fact, if we ever um, <clears throat> sort of like our roundtable discussions with uh, Jen and Sarah and mm-hmm. Joanna, will very frequently after we do those recordings, just like mm-hmm. sit down and watch a Disney movie because it's a great way to sort of unwind, especially after it, a, a yeah, podcast discussion. It, yeah, so. Just- yeah, just in general, I think just watching Disney movies is... I love watching Moana. That's one of the... I'm sure you've watched Moana. I definitely but, have, yeah. Moana is one of my favorite movies now. It's one I, of the best, for yes. sure. The music, the characters, the story, yeah, the message, everything, everything about yes. it. The animation is incredible. Yeah, that's one thing that, like, it's almost like... Moana is like the I mean this is how I always think of it but like Lilo and Stitch was like my Moana whenever I was little they're very similar yeah they're very since they are very similar like um I mean like granted Lilo was not really a princess but in my in my head I thought like it was cool it was really cool too like as I was younger I mean, I still think Lilo Stitch is cool anyways, but... It's still an awesome see what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Um, I only have a couple more things left on my list. What's left on your list at this point? Um, I'm trying Well, um, I have not made these yet, but I am going... I want to make these soon, but, like, when I was talking about saving the maps of the parks, um, I've found different ideas to craft with them. And you can make, like, different shadow boxes with them. Like, with you, like you could have pictures of, like, just from you at the parks and then, like, putting the maps, like, within the backgrounds of the, the shadow boxes. And then um, you also can make, like, coasters, like, for your drinks. I don't That's know if you've ever cool. seen those. I don't I know haven't. if you've ever Yeah, well, Pinterest. D- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have Pinterest. It's, not, it's an app on my phone. I just honestly yeah. don't use it that much. But yeah. it's a great place to go for those, like, uh, do-it-yourself projects and mm-hmm. scrapbooking and 
Yeah, I could easily see that being there. But uh, no, I haven't heard of those. That sounds. So you're going to plan to do that soon? Yeah, I want. I plan on doing that soon, and I'll have to. I'll have to send you like pictures of like the examples, like so then you'll have like an idea of like what I'm even really talking about. But yeah, I'll, you can also get just normal um, like Christmas tree ornaments, and you can mod mod podge it onto the, um, yeah, like onto the ornament in it. So like that's another way that you can kind of show the different like the Disney love for the parks and. Um, Something also that I recently started doing, too, which um, is, have you ever heard of a cricket machine? You're telling me all these things I've never heard of, which is awesome. I'm learning new things. No, I've never heard of a cricket machine. <laughs> okay, well, okay. It's spelled C-R-I-C-E-T, cricket. Okay. okay. And it's um, basically a machine that can make decals or it can make, um, like, patches, like, for, okay. like, on things. Yeah, okay. yeah. So a lot of people that have like their Etsy shops usually will use that for like to put stuff on their magic bands. That makes which sense. I have not made I have not made those and I'm I still have to figure out how to do that. But I have put different Disney decals. Um, like I have one on my laptop, but you can't really see it. But it has a bunch of Mickey Mouse's around it, and I will do. I've done that before. Like you can you get there's certain like paper that you actually can get at walmart or like hobby lobby or at mike michaels like the craft just a craft store usually it'll say like cricket like paper and then like you have I'll to get like out. so a cricket is kind of, depending on what model you get they're kind of expensive but you can make a lot of stuff out of them and you can make a lot of different decals and stuff i'll have to try to check that out yeah. to see if i can get that yeah. um or at least purchase something on Etsy that I yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just something. Yeah, but I. The only reason why I have a cricket because my grandma bought me one. So yeah, so she. I didn't even ask for, it, but she said, "Hey, she likes making crafts." She was like, "Would you want a cricket?" I was like, "Um, sure." Don't really know how to use it, but then That's me and my sister awesome figured gift. it out. Yeah. So yeah, if you ever find something like that, you definitely like anything that you can craft Disney stuff with. Which I know that guys, I don't, I don't know how crafty you are, but guys, I did arts and crafts as a kid. I took, so paint, I took like art so, classes. I was definitely an artsy kid. <laughs> yeah, still like, like arts I, and crafts. I'm not, I'm not like I think it's cool, but like I'm not, I've never been good at drawing and stuff. But that's why I like doing other stuff is like making like decals and stuff. Hey, I am not, I am not that good at drawing. I will admit, but I still love it and I don't care. <laughs> oh, did you actually make that? I know yes. those listening can't see it. So she's got a yeah. um, like a sorcerer Mickey on the back of her phone as a decal. That's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgot that I had that on my phone, and then once I thought, I was like, oh, I can that's show it. That's a perfect example. Well, that's a good use of uh, of a cricket machine, um, mm-hmm. which I'll have to look into. But what you said before triggered a memory that I don't have listed down, but okay. is something that that I do use to kind of bring that magic alive um, or continue it with me, which is continuing to wear my magic band outside of Disney. Oh, my God. Yes, I literally just did that. <laughs> I just did that the other night. And <laughs> I was like, I was like, Mom, do you think that, um, like, I always joke with her, like, since I've been at, at college, um, I'm on a meal plan at college, and I was like, do you think they'll accept my magic band? Do you think they'll let me scan it? I'm like, she was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always joke about around just about, like, that in general like if we're about to go shopping or something or just like go get groceries like do you think they'll accept magic man credit or i wish it that would be Disney credit. i know i'm that, always that'd be amazing 
It'd be dangerous, I, though. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, I, I was telling my mom, I was like, oh, this would be so cool, which I was like, do you think we could recreate trying to, uh, like, make our, um, like, to get in our house with our magic man? She's like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. I was like, I know, but wouldn't that be cool if we could? I love the way you phrase that because I have to say it, I'm having sort of deja vu. I was on my most recent trip on the plane ride home, and I, coming from New York, I'm used to this because there's some truth to the fact that New Yorkers can be a little like cold around the edges and yeah. like a little cynical at times. And that's just because, you know, everything in New York is kind of like, um, you know, dirty and angry and it's just, it's yes, a different, yeah. it's a different culture. No, yeah. Anyway. So I can always tell who the New Yorkers are when I'm coming back from Florida. And there was a, I was definitely still wearing my magic band and there was a family behind me and the dad was still wearing his magic band. And the mom said to the dad, as we were walking off the plane, like, you know, honey, you should definitely take that off. It's not going to open our front door. Like, um, (laughs) but I'm thinking like you were saying that you wish it could and you were thinking of a way that it could, but she was like, you know, oh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't wear our magic bands anymore. Why are you doing that? That's silly. I'm thinking to myself, I want to step in and be like, look, I'm still on magic band. I love it. Magic band strong. I have one right now. Um, I have mine like displayed back behind me. I will yeah. definitely wear those. It's a, it's a, it's jewelry in addition to you know. Yeah. It's an accessory. Um, I really don't have too much left other than some things like you mentioned earlier, like books and documentaries, uh, like learning about Disney, researching yeah. Disney, keeping up on the Disney news. Um, obviously hanging out with friends. Uh, Instagram is of course a big one for me. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah, same here. I mainly the main people that I follow on Instagram are just people that love Disney or just post about Disney in general, yeah. or people that actually work at Disney. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't personally know them, I feel like I have that connection with them. Even though that I don't, they don't even know who I am. But you know, in my head, we are friends. We are such good friends. That's right. And if you ever see them in the parks, you'll be able to point them out and say, <laughs> "I know I follow your accounts on Instagram, and I know there are people know, that do that." And it certainly sounds like I'm being total stalkerish. No, right now. not at all. It's oh. just like, yeah, it's fun to follow the story with them because it's like, oh, uh, I would like, I wish that was me, or like. Where in your case, a lot like you probably it probably takes you back whenever you did do the college program at different yeah. times. So it's like, oh, I remember when I did that. That's depressing. I really wish I was there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it's a little different these days than it was, and I think it's because just times have changed. But Instagram yeah. wasn't even a thing when I did this college yeah, program. Yeah, for sure. So it's not like you probably did like you still had those connections with different people, but now that like it's almost like a community but like it it branches off like every it almost is like everyone has the common interest they love disney so it's like it's so easy to keep talking about all things different things at disney that's absolutely right um and even like the purple wall like the purple wall existed it wasn't a thing i know it's such a big (laughs) thing i'm just like i'm like okay yeah i've seen that wall but what's so great about that wall like now there's a, fa- there's then, a famous wall now. It's, yeah, it never it's, was. I know, it's famous now, but, like, before, I didn't really... I mean, like, I've always... I thought everything was cool, but I guess now yeah. it's, it's a pretty so, historical wall. Yeah, and I'm like, around the corner, there's some pretty cool stuff in Tomorrowland that's full of decals, yeah. and, you know, it's... I know. Like, I appreciate the color choice, but... Anyway. Yes. Um, well, that kind of closes out my list. Do you have anything else yeah. left on yours? Um... Not really, other than the fact that, like, like what you basically what you touched on, just saying that, like, uh, listening to different documentaries of, um, of like the different Disney stuff. Like, I used to watch the Travel Channel when yeah. all the Disney 
the Disney stuff was on. That's right. My mom would be like, hey, Mackenzie, the the Travel Channel is on right now. We need to watch it. Samantha Brown would go to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely guilty of watching those when it used to be on TV, too. I know, and it's just like, whenever she's like, okay, we're going to ride Dinosaur, and I'm just like... Yeah, I know. I've I'm like <laughs> I've rode that so many times, but I love dinosaur. No, no, no shame to dinosaur. I was just saying, like, yep, been there, done that. <laughs> awesome. Well, as as always, I cannot believe how much uh, we were able to think of when it comes to this topic. I yeah, thought this would be me too. I, I know. I'll be honest. I was really giddy and nervous i was more excited but i was just like i'm not gonna be able to know to think about anything and then once you get going in the conversation it's like you have oh. so many ideas yeah. um but uh mckenzie i want to thank you for for being a guest on the show for being interested for entering the contest for winning the contest for coming onto the show and following through and having a really great disney conversation it's been a lot of fun thank you yeah i appreciate you allowing me to be on the show yeah this has been really fun absolutely I'm- I'm excited. Well, like, I'm just excited that I got this opportunity, so thank you. My pleasure. And I'll be sure to uh, to let you know when the podcast airs. Send you a direct link. Yeah, thank you. And with that, we close out episode 36 of the Imagineer podcast. I hope you related to a lot of what we discussed in today's podcast episode, especially if you don't live in Orlando or in Anaheim and it takes you a little bit longer than just a half hour drive to get to the most magical place on earth or the happiest place on earth. Whenever those Disney blues set in for you, whether it's the moment you leave property, the moment you step on the plane or walk back into your front door or it could be a month or two later whenever those disney blues set in i hope you know that after listening to this episode you're not alone we all experience the exact same thing and i hope you found some new ways out of this podcast episode that perhaps you can continue to keep that magic alive when you're back at home i of course want to give a special thanks to mckinsey for coming onto the show and offering so many amazing ideas for ways that we can keep that magic alive when we're back at home i think i'll have to have mckinsey back on as a guest again in the future so mckinsey i know you're listening thank you so very much for being a guest on the show and offering your thoughts and opinions and offering your advice as well for ways that those listening can keep the magic alive when they're back at home after their vacation again to Walt Disney World or to Disneyland or any other Disney park around the world. But I, of course, want to hear from you listening at home. What are your favorite ways? What other ways would you recommend to keep that magic alive when you are back from your vacation between trips Is it listening to Disney Park music? Is it watching YouTube videos? Is there anything else that we didn't mention that you think is a way that you keep that magic alive when you're back at home? You can let us know in several ways. You can, of course, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Imagineer Podcast. As you heard, McKenzie 
was a guest on the show through a giveaway, a contest that we had on Instagram. So be sure to follow us, especially there. We have a lot of content going up on Instagram um, and on Facebook at Imagineer Podcast. And of course, you can join our Facebook group, which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community. Be sure to invite your friends as well to join our Facebook group to keep that Disney conversation going about this episode and all other episodes of the Imagineer Podcast and any other Disney news or related topics to the world of Disney. If you want to send in your feedback about any podcast episodes or answer some of the questions such as your favorite ways to keep the magic alive between Disney vacations you can send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook you can also send me an email at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com or call our voicemail and leave a voice message so that you can have your thoughts heard and your voice heard on a future episode of the Imagineer podcast you can dial that number by calling 516-406-8376 and that's 516 516- 406-8376 and leave a voicemail there. I'll also be sure to leave the phone number and the podcast notes below as well so you can check us out and be sure to give us a call and leave us a voicemail so you can hear your voice in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. If you don't already subscribe to the show, please be sure to do so whether you subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or in Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to uh, definitely subscribe to our show. And if you love the Imagineer podcast, I would definitely love if you could leave us a rating and a review. I do want to give a special thanks to Blockchain Freedom, who left a very brief but uh, very great five-star review on iTunes, said, great podcast, found you on Instagram, and love the podcast heart so thank you so much blockchain freedom Um, again those of you listening if you have not rated and reviewed the show it's one of the best things you can do to help our podcast out and even better than that please be sure to share out the podcast whether with your friends whether you invite them to join our facebook group uh share some of our instagram stories share a podcast episode post out that you're listening on twitter or on facebook or on Instagram, or your favorite social media app, or text message, whatever you prefer to share out the podcast really does make a huge difference in helping us to grow our show. And I want to thank those of you who, again, continue to share out the podcast. Thank you so much. Your uh, All of your sharing definitely is so much appreciated. So thanks to all of you. And if there's anything that you would like to hear on the Imagine Your Podcast, anything I can do to help to improve this community for you and make it an even better place, uh, please be sure to reach out. Send me a direct message on any of our social media channels. Uh, Reach out to me through email or even leave a voicemail. I would love to learn what we can do to help to improve the Imagineer podcast. As always, I want to remind you that it is never too late to make your dreams come true. And we're at the beginning of a new year. This is a time to sort of reset the clock think and reflect on what our year was like in 2018 and how can how we can have an even better 2019 so write down some of your goals some of your dreams and begin doing in 2019 you would be amazed at how far you can go with just a little bit of effort or a lot of effort i should say um a lot of belief and it's amazing how you can make your own dreams come true so remember that quote from horizons if you can dream it you can do it I look forward to seeing you in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. Hi, Matt. This is Jeff from New York City. I'm actually driving right now back to New York and just finished listening to your episode about the uh, World of Color Winter Dreams. 
it was a great episode, and uh, just calling to say keep up the good work. Um, driving right now, hopefully in time to meet you all for brunch for Mickey's 90th celebration. I've got my Space Mountain socks on and my uh, World's Biggest Mouth Party T-shirt from Mickey's actual 90th birthday that I got when I was there in Disneyland Paris on the day of his birthday. So looking forward to seeing all of you and representing for Mickey. And uh, keep up the great work. See you soon. Bye-bye. and I are like brothers. <laughs> 2319! We have a 2319! George Hey, thanks guys. That was a close one. Okay. Oh, oh, oh.